Okay, Andrew. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Yud Alpha Mesechas Nazir. We're going to start at the top with the Mishnah, with the Lachaim. Lachaim, Andrew. There we go. Mazgulosakos. So the poor guy, cup. And he says, I'm going to be a Nazir from this coast. So as we've already said, Nazir is a very triggering word. We have Kinuim, we have Yodos. Once you say the word Nazir, sometimes you're done for. You take on all the responsibilities of Nazir. Now, in this particular case, you didn't really say Nazir like in the full throttle sense of all the obligations. You just said Nazir from this one cup. How does this work? So, Hareza Nazir, says the Mishnah. No, you said the, the key word Nazir. You're a Nazir, full-fledged with all of the obligations with the whole hair and the karbanos, the whole Gansa Megillah. So let's tell a story to that effect, says the Mishnah. Woman, Shahisa Shikora. We're going to see what this means. I mean, usually that means she was drunk. Tosa says that can't be, but we'll see. I'll explain to you why. Anyway, there's two things she could be. It's, it sounds like she was drunk. Tosa says she's an alcoholic. I'll tell you why. They poured her a cup of wine. Okay. So she said what, you know, the Mishnah says. The person in the, in the halacha of the Mishnah says that she's going to be a Nazira from that cup of wine. Chacham said that what she meant was not that she's going to become a Nazir, but rather she is swearing off this cup of wine. Right? Hare alai korban means that I can't have, it's hectic to me, or I can't have this cup of wine. Okay? So then, What's the halacha? The halacha is that only that cup would be asr to her, but Naziris she did not take on. So of course the Gemara is going to say, says the Gemara, Maisa Listar. Right? Obviously the halacha, as mentioned in the Mishnah, is that a person says Haraini Nazir from the cup, he becomes a full fledged Nazir. And then it tells you a story where the woman says, I'm Nazir from the cup, and she does not become a full fledged Nazir. It, rather, she only becomes asr to the cup. That's called a Misa Listor. It's an illustrative case study. Did you go to law school, Andrew? Remember this? Yeah. So it's a case study that, that contradicts the law. So how do you, how do you reconcile that? So Amras Reisha, I'm kidding, I knew you went to law school. Because uh, I listened to that Kosher Money podcast. It was excellent. Amrat Reisha, in the beginning of the Mishnah, the Reisha, right? The Halacha says, Harei Nazir, there's a full-fledged Nazir. V'hadatani, Maisa Isha Achas. And then it tells you the story. It's explaining what the Maisa Listor is over here. Alma b'hayu da'asar, ha'yeyna In that case we see, of the woman, we see that the first case it's Asar, and any other wine would be Mutter, which is to say she's not a Nazir. So what's going on? So Gemara reconciles the Mishnah by amending the text as follows. Chasur mechzer v'hachikitani. The Mishnah is missing something, as we've said many times, and this is how it should read. The halacha is, you pour a cup for a guy, and he says, I am a Nazir from that cup, just like our Mishnah starts, so he becomes a full-fledged Nazir. But if he is drunk, and he says, I am Nazir from this cup, ain't no Nazir. He's not a Nazir. So, okay, so now the Misa is not going to be contradictory to the halacha, because we see that the halacha states in the Mishnah that if a person is completely lucid, 
so then he's taking on Naziris. But if he is drunk, so then he's only uh, going to take on the Isser for that one cup. And then, right, obviously the, the Hebshech, the, the Maisa, is going to be explaining that second part, the drunk part. And the Chachamim say that when you're drunk, you do not take on Naziris. So, my taima. So what would be the reason why when a person's drunk, they do not take on Naziris? Stop. Hold on. If you would have asked me, and this is where it gets back to the Tosfos, Andrew, if you would have asked me, what do you mean my taima? How do you take on Naziris when you're drunk? Like, can you even do that? What? How do you take a Yeah, how can you take any Shavua? How can we take you seriously at all? Why would you have to be, you know, you did something when you were drunk and now you have to, like, now you, you wake up from your stupor. You don't have Das. That's really the point we're saying, right, Andrew? Like, if you, if you, if you make any declaration, you don't have Das. Can you take a nether or a shvua? And all of a sudden you wake up and you've committed to yourself to something? That, that's impossible. That's why Tosa says, she's not that she's drunk. She's an alcoholic. She's lucid, but she's an alcoholic. Why would that matter? My time up. Says the Gemara. Oh, so if you read that like Tosfos, so now we're good. Watch this. Command Amar Alei Korban Hu, because it's like you're saying it's a Korban. Why? He should have said so. If you're going to say, wait a minute, if the reason why you're only high, when you're an alcoholic, as we've just explained in Tosfos, if the reason why um, you're only high to you're only usher, so to speak, to, to drink from that one cup is because you're like as if you only swore off that one cup. So why is the Mishnah saying that he said, why did he not say that this kos is like a korban to me? Says the Gemara, right, that that's what he should have said, just that this kos should be a korban to me. He should not have said, after all, remember, we're not talking about an alcoholic, and a, a uh, drunk person anymore. We're talking about an alcoholic with just with full fac- faculties. So why can't he say that? So, in other words, the fact that he said, Right, Harini Nazir Mimenu should make them a Nazir because they're lucid, and they said the word Nazir. Why didn't they instead say Harei like Korban? That would have made it a lot easier. Says the Gemara, no. Savar Maisinli Achrinu Mitzarinli. Yeah, that's why the alcoholics halacha is different, because as the uh, rush here says, right, Maisin Achrinu Mitzarinli Shechein Derech Lahaftir B'Shikor Lahosif Al Shechuso. That it is the way of the world. Uh, or at least it was the way of the world in those days. Uh, it's to, to do this um, practice, which you should not do, of taking alcoholics and interacting with them by trying to get them to drink, right? So that's the way it used to be, that when a person used to be prone to drinking too much, socially, people would give a social pressure to drink. And so, sovar meisenly, achrinamitzarenly. This individual, this nebuch alcoholic, thinks that that people are just going to keep being... Right, forcing the drink upon them. And therefore, therefore, instead of just saying, right, like a korban, and then having, right, if he just said that, they'll bring him a different drink. And then if he says it, they'll bring him a drink after that. So in order to avoid this entire thing, they make a, they, they throw a bomb, right? They make a very, very strong declaration, right? And they just drop the atom bomb on the whole night and they say, I am a Nazir. But they did it in order to avoid drinking that night. And their intention was any drink that they would come to bring to me, 
I do not want to drink that drink. And that is why they use the word Nazirus, not because they had any intention of taking on full Nazirus at all, but simply because they were an alcoholic trying to stick with their abstention, Andrew. And so they had to do it because of social pressure. Amazing. And that's what happened with the women. The woman also had that same situation. And so that is the reason why. Why would you have to learn that in the Mishnah? Um, because we see that even though there are cases where there's only like vague allusions to Nazirus, the wild cases yesterday where you're trying to read the cow's thoughts, etc., projecting on a cow in a door, and still, since you said the trigger word Nazir, we say that you do take on Nazirus. The converse is also true. That when you, you can sometimes even say the full word Nazirus, I am a Nazir Miyain, and yet if we know that your intention is not to become a Nazir, the halacha will not make you a Nazir. So it is an, an interesting point um, to, to point out over here on the top of your Aleph. And now the next Mishnah says like this, Alright, well this guy doesn't really want to take on the full responsibility of Nazirus, does he, Andrew? He's happy with, to grow out his lettuce, right? He's happy to let the hair flow. But the wine thing's not so much. So he's saying a tanai. I'll be a nazir on the tanai that I could still drink all the wine I want. Umitamala mesim. He also wants to be mitamala mesim. Okay. I raise a nazir. The asr b'chulan, says the Mishnah. Now, that we don't let. You're going to be a nazir and you're going to take on all of the responsibility of nazirs, including the mitamala mesim and the drinking of the wine. Okay. There, there is a little bit of a discussion here. There is something called Nazirus Shimshon, as we've already discussed. There's different kinds of Nazirus, but um, we have to keep it um, with this type of Nazirus because this is the classic type of Nazirus, right? Of course, the other types of Nazirus, uh, Nazir Olam, Nazir Shimshon, is not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Nazir as described in the Psukim and the Torah, the most classic type of Nazir. Fine. Okay, so that you cannot do. You can't say I'm going to be a Nazir, a partial Nazir. The Gemara will discuss... Right, the parameters of this. Another, that's case number one. Right, Nazir, uh, partial Nazir. Case number two in the Mishnah. This is subsequent to having committed to full Nazirus. Somebody, uh, somebody sees you drinking wine coolers and he says, what are you doing? You say, oh, why? Is this something that Nazir is not supposed to do? So you say, what do you tell We tell him, uh, yeah, knock it off. You're a Nazir. You're not allowed to drink that wine. However, amazingly, Rabbi Shimon Matir. Rabbi Shimon says, what? You can have wine. Well, why can you have wine? Because he's not a Nazir at all, Andrew. Why? Because he obviously did this by accident. In other words, his Nazirus was taken on without the understanding of what Nazirus is. As Rav Shimon said already in Daf Gimel Medbez, the same Rav Shimon, that you are not considered a Nazir, Ad Sheyazir Mikulam, right? Uh, as the Mepharshim explained, that this is a reflection of the Shita of Shimon, Rav Shimon, that you have to take on all the parameters of Naziris in order to become a Nazir. Uh, this seems to really contradict the first case, right? Because we just said that in the first case, the guy explicitly said, Al Tanai, that he could drink, and yet we say he's a Nazir. Here, the guy assumed he was going to be a Nazir, and yet, when it came to, when it came to drinking, Rav Shimon, once he drank and we realized that he didn't realize that he couldn't drink, Rav Shimon says that he's not a Nazir at all. 
The Gemara will address that question. But first, the Mishnah will give us a third case. That's the third case. So here's an interesting case. The guy knows that a Nazir is Aser in wine. But he thought that the rabbis would allow it. He thought the rabbis would let it go. It's an interesting uh, declaration here. This will hearken us back to the Arba Nazirus, the, um, as we will see soon enough, the Arba Nadarim. Remember the Arba Nadarim that we had uh, in Mesechas Nadarim, where the person was, um, where the person did so, made a nether under duress, and we said that either it's Mizrizus, well, we'll read all the conditions, but one of the four conditions that a person makes a nether when he's either exaggerating or he's kidding, or he's trying to do it just as a bargaining technique, but he doesn't really mean it, right? Remember the bargaining technique in the Shukha Pishpashima? The guy says, I will never pay more than four. And the other guy says, I will never charge you less than two. And then they, we said that they're reflecting the fact that both of them really are just negotiating, right? So the last one of those four types of Nadarim that we don't take seriously is Anus, is when a person does it by Onsin. The case of the Onsin is... And I don't know why I'm explaining the Gemara ahead of time, but I'll just, uh, I'll just say it here. This is because, I guess, because we read the Ran, and the Ran never heard of a spoiler alert. He's always explaining the, the Gemara inside the Mishnah. So what's an onus? An onus goes like this, Andrew. I say, um, I, I'm no doubt enough from you if you don't show up to, my, to, to Nazami's wedding, right? Because it's very important for me that you be there. And you have full intention of being there, but oh my goodness, there was a snowstorm. God forbid, I shouldn't even say this. But you know what I'm saying? You, for whatever reason, your car broke down. I shouldn't say that either. You didn't make it for reasons beyond, beyond your control. Your, your, your wife had a baby. <laughs> Something, right? You, you couldn't be there that day. So, so the, so the um, that's an honest why. Because when I made the declaration that I want you to come to the wedding, the assumption was that you'd have full abilities to make it, right? And then... Uh, and then you decided, I'm trying to incentivize you to come, right? So it's just, and you have full control over it. That's the assumption. Honest means, yeah, turns out you didn't have full control. You certainly had full intention to come, but because of circumstances beyond your control, you were unable to attend. Now, because when that happens, do you, I still, am I still not going to have enough from you? So no. So this is, the reason I'm mentioning all this is, is, is because this is what the, the uh, Farshim are explaining over here and what the Gemara is going to explain. What a person says in this third case, this is the case of Anus. In other words, as the mission continues to say, in other words, he's a little bit of an Anus here because he needs Yain. So here, we have to do some fancy footwork again with the Tosvos because the fact is, he's making the declaration ahead of time. In other words, it's almost like he's aware of the honest at the time of the declaration, right? He's aware of the honest of the, at the time that he, that he said it. And therefore, it's a little different, right? When you said you were going to come to my wedding, you didn't know that you would be predisposed and that you would have some circumstances behind your control preventing you. Here, he's saying that at the time that he made the net there, he thought that it could be taken out. So the way the Rafashim explained this case, and we'll see it soon in the Gemara, is that Basically, 
when he made the nether, he thought that if anything would have to get him out of the nether, the Chachamim would be able to get him out. And then subsequent to that, he found out from his doctor that he needs wine every day for his heart. And so that's what's going on here in this third case of the Mishnah. Or, turns out, you know, he, he got laid off. And now, what job did he get? He was a mortician. So what is he supposed to do? So the Chachamim are going to be able to get him out of his Naziras for that reason. What happens in that case? Unbelievable. In that case, the Chachamim said that the Naziris gets taken away. And Rabbi Shimon, the very Rabbi Shimon who was Matir, in the other case, in this case, for some reason, he goes against the grain and against the Chachamim, and he says that it's actually Aser. Unbelievable. So we're going to have to sort out these three cases in the Mishnah. So to review, case number one, he straight out tells you, boldface, that he's going to be a Nazir, but he wants to continue to drink. Everyone says that he's still a Nazir. Case number two, he says that he didn't really know what Nazirus was. There, Reb Shimon is going to say that he is Mutter, and Chacham is going to say that he's Aser. And case number three, where he, he said implied in this Nazirus is that the Chacham get me out of it. There, Reb Shimon ironically says that he is Aser, and the Chachamim say that he's mutter. So let's sort it out in the Gemara. Says the Gemara. The first thing we want to say is if Rav Shimon is going to say that you have to be Nazir, actually Yazir Mirkulam, why he, is, he say, is he agreeing with the Rasha that he's a Nazir in a case where he's a Nazir, I'm not going to drink wine. Shimon Levi says it's a good point. Yeah, Rav Shimon also disagrees with the Rasha. He would say there that he's also not a Nazir. After all, he holds. He's not a Nazir, actually Yazir Mikulam. However, Ravina Amar, the Reisha lo polygur of Shimon. No, in the case of the Reisha, of Shimon would agree that he's a Nazir. Why? My taima, Shimon dehavalei, masna amashakasav betayra. Because, in fact, as a matter of fact, you can't make that kind of tonight. I'm a Nazir on the tonight that I can't drink wine? What kind of narishkite is this? Of course you can't make that tonight. masna amashakasav betayra, it's no bottle, right? When any time you make a tonight, against what the Torah explicitly says, so then that is going to be, that Sinai is going to be totally disregarded and the Naziris is Kayim, right? So you make a declaration you're going to be a Nazir, then you make a nonsense Sinai, we throw against the Torah, we throw out that Sinai. So in that case, Rav Shimon, according to Ravina, would agree that he's going to be a Nazir. In the second case, that's not what he did. He didn't do really a Sinai. He just says that he was ignorant, and so it wasn't really a tonight. He just had ignorance about the fact of what Naziris was. So then Rav Shimon says, okay, you didn't commit yourself to it, right? Not because you were Masna Mashakas of Torah, but simply out of ignorance, there he's going to say he's not a Nazir. But when you did it explicitly, Befeirish, on purpose, we're going to throw out your tonight, and therefore, according to Ravina, you would be a Nazir. Okay. So now, why did Rav Shubin Levi not realize this? Rav Shubin Levi, what is he going to say about Masna Mashakas of Torah? The Gemara says, Amalach, hi, Almanas, Kichutz dummy. That really almanas is really the equivalent of accept. In other words, huh, is this really a tanai? Well, at the end of the day, it's the same halacha, right? What's really the difference, says Rib Shubin Levi, between saying, I'll be a nazir because I, except for I don't want to drink, uh, as opposed to I'll be a nazir, but I didn't realize you couldn't drink. So you could say, well, it's a matter of intent. One guy is kind of making a tanai and he's being right forthright about it and the other guy did it by accident you could say that but Rabbi Shubin Levi says at the end of the day he's not really he's not really uh, 
doing it perhaps on, in its nigh format. Really, he's just saying that he's doing it except for, and since he's not really doing it in its nigh format, the halacha should be the same. And so that even when he says, um, again, Rib Shimon holds that you're not going to be a, a Nazir Achi Yazir Mikula. So it's true that if a person does etnai b'nei gada b'nei ruvein, like I'm only doing on the condition that, and you set it up in a conditional format, maybe then the etnai be thrown out. But really, when Rav Shimon says achiyosu mikulam, what case is more classic than case number one, says Rav Shimon Levi. He says, what he means to say is, chutzmi, that I am a nazir on everything except for, for wine. So it really is the classic application of Rav Shimon's halacha that you're not a Nazir until you, uh, until you sign up for all of the aspects of Naziris. So even though you use the word Almanas, Rav Shimon Levi says, it sounds like it's nigh, but it's not really a classic tnai. It's really more just an exception. And once you're making that exception, it's classically uh, known that Rav Shimon would tell you that you're not a Nazir. However, Ravina thinks it is an exception. Uh, Ravina thinks it is a tnai. You said Almanas after all, and in fact, we have a price that supports Ravina as follows. It says the Gemara, Tanya Kavsei de Ravina, If a person says that I am a Nazir on the condition that I can drink wine, and or uh, I can be Mitam of the Mace, Hareza and Nazir, right? Sounds like uh, you still would be a Nazir. And the Brisa spells out the reason. Because you're making a tanai on something that the Torah prescribes. Exactly what Ravina had said that anybody who makes a tanai on Masha Kasa that tanai becomes batal and then the Zerus is going to take effect. And so this idea of Almanas, whether it is always a tanai or not, it's, a, it's fascinating. I'm sure Levi would say that it's not always a tanai, but. In fact, we have evidence to, to prove Ravina that it should be considered a tonight, and therefore that's why. In the first case, he's a Nazir, even though he says on, on the condition I'm not going to drink wine, but when he was ignorant about it, Rev Shimon would say that he is not a Nazir. Fine. So now, Yudani Shahad, Nazir Osir Beyain, recording from the Mishnah, right? And we're saying, four, right, two dots, four lines up from the bottom, that the third case, where that third case, he knew that Nazir was also from wine, but. He, his initial intention was only to take on, right, prohibitions and knowing that the Chazal could take him away from, could take him out of that prohibition if it became medically necessary, so to speak. So what's going on here? Now we're going to toss around this second and third case. Says the Gemara, the Ha'amat Reisha, Reisha here really means the second case. So again, just to compare the second and third case. In the second case, there was ignorance. He didn't know that Nazir is not allowed to drink wine. The third case was not ignorance. He knew that Nazir was not allowed to drink wine, but he was counting on the rabbis to get him out of it if, in case of emergency. So wait a minute. In the ratio, we said, also Rabbi Shimon Matir. Right? In the, in the second case where he proved that he was ignorant, uh, Rabbi Shimon said that he was not a Nazir because of his ignorance and you need to take on full Nazirs. And Chazal, right, the Chachamim thought that he was a Nazir. So the question is, why is it flipped in the third case? Right? In the third case, uh, it is Rib Shimon that says he's a Nazir when he says that he thought Chazal could take him out of it. So the Gemara has two answers. One answer is Emanami Hareza Asa Rib Shimon Matir. Flip it. Flip the third case and then everything's consistent. Rib Shimon is Matir. In any case where there's some sort of partial declaration and 
because you need to have full Nazirus in, uh, in order to be an Azra coin Tirv Shimon. And Chachamim do not require you to have full Nazirus in order to be considered an Azir. And therefore, in both cases, uh, whether he's claiming ignorance or he's claiming that he thought the Chazal would get him out of it, Chazal would say that he is a, right? Chachamim would say that he is a Nazir and Rabshim would say that he is not. So that's very clean. However, there is an alternative solution, Andrew. Maybe you could say that there is a reason why the seat sheet doesn't switch. What are that reason? Are you curious? All right, so let's turn to the page. Hasam, over there where he claimed ignorance in the second case, the Yadati case, Resha, could go into Nazar Michada. Well, in that case, he did an Nazir's from only like one of the Nazir's, right? Prohibitions. Right, so case two is clear. Right, you only were a nazir. You only made yourself a nazir from like one of the nazirus. So that's the absolute classic illustration of the case where Chazal would say that he is a nazir And Rav Shimon says that you're not a nazir and you'd be mutter. This is the classic case of the second case. Right. However, in the seifa says the Gemara. The third case where he says you thought Chazal would get you out of it, the Nadar Mikula the Ichil Machada. So now the Gemara is breaking it down. What's the difference between the second and the third case? In the second case, you never took on all the Nazir. So that's the classic case where Rav Shimon says you have to be Nazir Mikulam in order to become a Nazir. In the third case, you took on all the Nazirs, but you sort of built in that you're going to do Sha'ila later, that you're going to get out of it. But, you, but at the end of the day, you took on all the Nazirs in the beginning. Ah. Oh, so according to Rabbanon, what are they going to say? Of course you're a Nazir. Because after all, you took on all of the Nazirs. And so I'll say it outside first, and then I'll read it inside. Because this is, once you say it outside, it's simple. Rabbanon say that you need to be, um, to need to take on all the aspects of Nazirs in order to become a Nazir. And Rabbi Shimon says that you only need to take on, that, it, that it, I'm sorry, Rabbanon say, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to confuse it. Rabbanan say that if you just take on one aspect of the Nazir, you're going to be a full-fledged Nazir. Whereas Rabbi Shimon says that you have to take on all the aspects of the Nazir in order to become a Nazir. Well, the flip side is also true when it comes to Hataras and She'ela Nazirus. The Rabbanan would say that all you have to do is She'ela on a portion of it in order to undo the whole Nazirus. And Rabbi Shimon would say that you need to do She'ela on all of it in order to do the all Nazirus. So when it comes to taking on Nazirus, if you take on a partial Nazirus, then the Rabbanan would say that you're a Nazir and Rav Shimon would say that you're not. But when it comes to undoing a full, what had been a full Nazirus, so if you try to undo a partial Nazirus, so the Rabbanan would say that that undoing works, just like taking on a partial Nazirus works, whereas Rav Shimon would say that undoing that Nazirus does not work until you undo the full Nazirus. And so you end up with this ironic thing where if you build it in that you have taken on full Nazirus, but you're one to undo just a portion of that Nazirus, according to the Rabbanan, you are still going to, according to the Rabbanan, you've taken on a partial Nazirus, and you are actually going to undo that Nazirus because all you need to do is undo a portion of it. Whereas according to Rabbi Shimon, because you took on a full Nazirus, you will be a Nazir. But if you want to get out of it, you're going to have to undo the full Nazirus also. And therefore you remain a Nazir according to Rabbi Shimon. So now we read it inside. Seifa, the Nazir, Mikul of Ichil Mechada. Right, the third case is when you took on full Nazirus, but you only undid a portion of it. So there are Banan Damri, Filon Nazir, Elam, Achas, Men, Avi, Nazir. According to their Banan, 
who hold that you become a Nazir even from a, taking on a partial Nazirus. So when you try to undo it with only a partial undoing, so then you're going to actually still be Mutter. However, according to Shimon, who, who requires a full uh, uh, um, commitment to all the aspects of Nazirus in order to become a Nazir, the undoing is also going to require full commitment. Right? And that is the reason why in the third case we have this ironic halacha that it is Rav Shimon that's going to re- keep you a Nazir, even though Rav Shimon, it's harder to become a Nazir according to Rav Shimon because you have to take on all Nazirus. It's also harder to undo because you have to take away all Nazirus. And the case in the third case is when you took on all Nazirus successfully, but unsuccessfully tried to undo it according to Rav Shimon, whereas according to Rabbanan, that you can do. You can successfully undo that Nazirus with only a partial undoing. That's the second potential answer. Yet, there is a third answer as follows. That's what we're talking perhaps about onsen. This is what I was talking about before in the Mishnah. I was speaking out this third possibility, which is to say, getting back to the Machlokas Shmuel Ravasi Ditnan, like we learned in Adarim Chafam and Beis, the beginning of those Arban Adarim Hitiru Chachamim. I remember where I was. Uh, when I listened to this, I was alone, isolated in a pool at an orthodontic conference in Vegas. Uh, this, th- this particular Mishnah. Yeah, those are the Nidharm that we talked about. Either you're doing it as a bargaining chip, the Nidre Zeruzim, or you're exaggerating, or you said another Bishkaga and you didn't realize what you were saying, or the Nidre Onsen, as you described, where it was circumstance beyond your control, the Hetiru Chachamim, the Chachamim or Matir, those Nadarim. So what was the Chlokas? So Ravasi said, Arba Nadarim halal tzvichim she'el al-Chachamim. This is what the Rush explains over here, that even though, right, you are technically, you made a Nether, and you didn't really mean it, right? All these Nadarim are not really are uh, not really full-fledged Nadarim, so really you shouldn't even have to go for Hataras Nadarim. But the Chazal wanted to make you go anyway in order, right, that we said over there, that they wanted you to come and get She'ela anyways. That was what Ravasi says. So, so when they brought this idea to Shmuel, Amar Li, he said to me, wait a minute. Does the Mishnah say that, the, that you have to go to the Chachamim to undo the nether? In other words, the, the Mishnah says, right, that you don't even have to go. It's automatically voided. So why are you telling me that I have to go to the Chachamim to undo it? Okay. So again, according to, according to Ravasi, you have to go to the Chachamim to undo such, such nether. And according to Shemuel, they'd be void right from the beginning. Ah, so that's what we're saying. Rabban and Savri Kishmuel. Rabban hold like Shmuel that it's void automatically, and therefore he's not a Nazir. In other words, you're saying a nether that should be nonsensical, and therefore it should be voided automatically. Rabbi Shimon is Savri Karavasi. Rabbi Shimon would hold like Karavasi that you have to undo, right, the nether, and therefore you're going to have to still practice all of that Nazirus until you get, get it undone. Um, right, so, so the rush here has. A whole, uh, whole idea. He says that kasha because the two onsen are different, and it is true. 
right? Because after all, I'll say it outside. When you wanted to come to my wedding, but were unable to due to circumstances outside your control, that was an unforeseen circumstance. Whereas this is something that you're saying ahead of time. So this is why I spent the time. That is, this is the rush over here. I may have said that it was Tosfos. It's the rush over here that speaks out that the case must be that at the time that you made the condition of the nether, you didn't realize that the doctor was going to tell you that you had to have wine. That's why I said it that way. Because you, you may have to play with it because if you were aware of the condition ahead of time, so then that's not onsen after all, is it? Like, why are you making the nether if you know that you, that you have a medical need to drink the wine? Okay, so as we read this last Mishnah on Yudal from Beis, at the almost symbolic time of 6.12 a.m., we say the following. This is talking about, Legalech Nazir means that you don't want to actually volunteer to be the guy to shave the Nazir at the end of his Naziris, but you want to facilitate the shaving of his head, which is to say, you're taking upon yourself to provide the Karbanus. Uh, and we'll learn a lot more about the process of the purification of the Nazir at the end of his Naziris, but suffice it to say that you have to bring all the Karbanus and then you get to shave your head and then you have to use your hair. Very hair-oriented kind of thing, this Naziris. But anyway, that's what he's saying. Hareini Nazir. So a guy is walking in the street. He's standing in shul. Everyone's putting on their tefillin. And he says, Hareini Nazir makes a declaration. I want to be a Nazir. And on top of that, I'm going to provide the sacrifices for another Nazir to shave his head. So Matt walks in and he hears it. Bishama Chaver, he hears Andrew making his declaration for Amar, and he wants in, right? He has FOMO, and he says, Va'ani, me too. Okay? Va'alai legalech nazir. And then he backs it up with, I also want to provide korbanos for the nazir. So, ima yupikchin, so if Matt and, and Andrew were going to be clever, Megalchen zed zed, they would just, right, this is kosher money 101, buy each other's korbanos, right? Because then at least whatever you spend, you get back because Matt's going to spend it on you and you're going to spend it on him. Vim lav, but if you're not so clever, so then you could also contribute to the commandments of others and, and you're both going to be out the money. Be that as it may, looks like you've taken on the responsibilities of, wait, you certainly looks like you took on the responsibilities of buying another Nazir's Karbanos, which is, by the way, a Kiddush that you could do that, but we learned that you can, in fact, sponsor that. But the question is, is Matt a Nazir now? He heard you make a declaration. He came in and he said, me too. So what does this me too mean? Was he offering to also pay for someone's karbanas and also become a Nazir like you, Andrew? Or was he only offering the karbanas? What's going on? The offering of the karbanas was the only thing he said explicitly. But he said, me too, and also I'll pay for the karbanas. So the Gemara is going to sort this out. Ibailahu. So they're sitting in the yeshiva and they're asking the following question. mahu. Right? If Matt walks in and he just says, me too, what's the halacha? Right? In this case, vani akule mashma. Is he implying that he's going to do both things, become a Nazir and pay for someone's karbanos? Or maybe he's only referring, like, where do we, what do we attach the me to, to? You've made two declarations, Andrew. You said you're going to become a Nazir and you're going to bring the karbanos. So what is it? So let's say you say, me too can only, he obviously said me too to something. So, but we don't know which it is. So if it's only to one of the two things, which one is it? Does Matt become a Nazir or does he obligate himself to bring Karbanos? You made two obligations, Andrew. And all he said was, me too. So which of those obligations does he have to take on? So Tashma, let's learn that from our Mishnah. Why? Because in our Mishnah, Matt, uh, Andrew said, Va'ani, no, Matt said, Va'ani ve'alai Nazir. 
Matt said, me too. And on top of that, I want to, I want to pay for a korban. So And in fact, we said the Allah is that he sure is on the hook for, to pay for someone, some Nazir's korban. So it sounds like if you make a diuk in the Mishnah, Notice what Matt said when he walked in. He said, me too. And on top of that, I'll pay for the korban. It sounds like that's only in the case where Matt says me too and on top of that I'll pay for the korban. Does he have both obligations, right? Sounds like the me too itself doesn't cover certainly both of the obligations. That's why he has to add on that he's going to bring a korban. And therefore it sounds like me too is only going to take on one of two obligations. Okay. So Amri in so so we accept that as 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 proof of the fact that you only accept one of the declarations. But to still have the question, which of the two declarations has he taken upon himself? So Amri, in Okay, so it sounds like Matt doesn't have to take on both. But still, which one does he take on? So says the Gemara, Yeah, well, you take the same source in the Mishnah. Why, what did Matt say? He said, me too, and I'll also pay for the, for the korban of someone else. So, obviously, the me too only applies to the first thing you said. So when he says me too, he actually has taken upon the zero center. And what he adds, that he also, on top of that, will pay for the korban, that's to complete it, and he wants to be just like you. He idolizes you, Andrew, and he's doing the same thing as you. He figures, I'll do whatever he's doing. Seems like if it's good enough for Andrew, it's good enough for me. But the Gemara says, maybe that's not a good enough proof. How do you know from the Mishnah that that's exactly what it, the halacha should be with respect to what man has taken on? Maybe Maybe what he's saying when he says me too is that he's taken on all of Andrew's obligations. This is the Naziris and the Korban. The E Mishum Ve'alai. And if you're going to ask, why do you say, and on top of that, Ve'alai, he took on the Korban, my Kamar Ve'alai, why do you say it? Behal Milsa. All he's doing is reiterating it. He's emphasizing it. He said, me too, yeah, I also want to do that and bring that Korban thing, but I want to do everything. The Elotei Mahakli, because if you're not going to say that, the Ketani Seifa, we learn in the Seifa, now the Seifa here is referring to the Mishnah that you're going to learn tomorrow. Teaser for tomorrow, Matt, on Shabbos. So there, Andrew says he's going to take on half, he's going to pay half the cost of a Nazir. And, and Matt hears that, he says, I'll pay the other half. In that case, there's two, right? In the case of Vani, could only refer to one thing, right? Because there, in, in the case in tomorrow's Mishnah, he says, Vani alay chati Nazir. He doesn't say ve'ani ve'alai. He just says one thing. It can only be referring to one thing. And by definition, that is redundant, right? Because once he says ve'ani, and, and the way he phrases it, he says ve'ani, and he says, I'm also going to do exactly what you did. So it's by definition redundant. Elamai kamar alai. But what does he mean when he says on me? Baha milsa. He's obviously only doing it to reiterate. So hachanami kamar alai baha milsa. Right, so that is the proof for the explanation. In other words, Hunabrei Rav Shu is explaining, right, why that is the why that is a question. However, Rava is going to defend it as follows: That's not a good comparison because because in the fact in the Mishnah in our Mishnah, which we call the Reisha, we you made two commitments, Andrew Nazirus, and to pay for someone's korban. So there, there's a real doubt as to which one of those statements he actually was referring to when he, when he said, me too. 
However, Sefer Lotzricha, when it comes to the Sefer, you only made one commitment, which is to pay for half of someone's carbon. You didn't say you were going to be a Nazir. So, Tane Sefer de Lotzricha, so Mishum Resha de Tzricha, how can you take to the two cases and compare them? In one of them, it's obvious that he's being what, what he's referring to, and the other one, it's not obvious at all. However, if you say that the first mission is unnecessary, maybe in the second mission it's also unnecessary. Therefore, does the, is, why would the Mishnah teach you something needlessly in our Mishnah and then again teach you, teach you something uh, needlessly in the second Mishnah? In other words, you can't assume that you said it for no reason. Therefore, we have to assume that when Matt said me too, he must have said it for a reason. And therefore, it must be that when he said it, it's not necessarily redundant, as Rahuna Brave Yeshua said, but maybe as Rubber explains, in the case where it is possible that you learn something from his Me Too, you do in fact describe it to the part that we didn't know, and in that case, Matt would in fact take on the Nazirus, as we have figured out in context. So tomorrow, Bezat Hashem, you'll start with the bottom line, and you'd all have a base, but Amr Yitzchak, Ari Yochran, a totally unrelated digression.